We are just a day away from sim racing's and certainly iRacing's biggest events of the year, the Daytona 24 Hours. We are going to be previewing the events when it comes to Apex Racing Team and the event on the whole in this week's The Late Apex. Also covering new sims potentially coming out, including Le Mans Ultimate, what's going on with The Last Garage, and also unusual direct drive wheels being produced by some companies who you would never imagine <laughs> would enter the market. Uh, welcome to the show. I am Sam Fitzpatrick once again, and alongside me is David Sampson. Uh, David, it's a, uh, it's a busy weekend, this. Um, I was thinking before, like, is this the biggest event in sim racing at the moment? No virtual Le Mans going on for yeah. for now. Um, so it's it's a big one, and particularly when it comes to participation, this event is insane. Yeah, we're seeing. I was just seeing in my Discord people posting what the official registrations are right now in IMSA. I think it's getting really busy. But yes, Daytona. I think Daytona twenty four is definitely iRacing's biggest event. Um, it's always exciting. Triple multi class. We're back to because obviously what two was it two years ago we were back to dual class. Was it just LMP two and GTD? I think. Correct, one, yeah, because yeah. LMP1 had been retired and we didn't yet have the LMD8, so yes, we're back to triple multi-class, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Kicks off, well, there's a few splits, right, but the main one most people care about is 12 GMT tomorrow. That's the... Yes, yeah. I don't know, iRacing have never... It's the broadcast. Do iRacing ever come out in front of it and say it's... Do they, like, does it ever get a special mention? I'm trying to think. I don't think it's seen as... Mm, it's a good question. Who gets trophies? If you win... The other yeah, you don't is, get trophies. I think the you? VCO trophy yeah. is yeah, the twelve the o'clock. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have like the uh, quadruple crown. I think. I think they have uh, the Grand events. Slam. The Grand Slam. That's that's what it's called. Um, so yes, that could be uh, maybe the start of a journey for someone to maybe get all four events this year. That would be quite a big thing. Um, in terms of Daytona 24, lots of late changes from iRacing. Um, yeah. It's uh, been testing some people's patience. Uh, we have a lot of Apex Racing team and Apex Racing Academy drivers from all across Europe taking part in the event. They arrive tomorrow. Some of them jet lagged and, and you know stressed about you know traveling for half a day. They come to the sim center and they wait around for six hours waiting for iRacing to come back up. It was quite annoying on Thursday. Uh, it seemed like they moved a few cones on the pit en- exit, was it? Yeah, it was a pit exit change and a Ferrari damage update and some other nonsense, but it was hugely delayed. I mean, this was, patch notes was three lines of text, and I think it was down, don't quote me, but somewhere in the region of five to six hours. Um which is, yeah, pretty ridiculous for a small change. But I assume there was some late testing or late problems found with either the pit exit or... I mean, it is ridiculous. They go from one extreme to the other. It was a slowdown that you could exploit and basically cut and it would be served before you even exit the pit to now a drive-through slash slowdown, a drive-through slash stop and go for hitting a cone. Um, cones have families too. Yes. <laughs> Chats in love in the cones. Um, people generally saying on chat, Nick Horn and Aaron Smith in chats, basically saying how I hate Daytona. Um, it's true. It's, it's become my most famous thing. I'm not of surprised you don't have a Netflix show, to be honest about it. No. Uh, It'll come. I mean, who would rather watch NASCAR 
documentary by Netflix, just coming out soon. No. Or me just Moan chatting. About Daytona. Oh, well, I mean, me chatting rubbish is this podcast, isn't it? Um, pretty much. So, uh, yes, people and people tune in. So clearly, it's it's all right to watch. Uh, welcome, Zach, and welcome to Nick and Aaron as well, who are watching along live. And of course, uh, welcome to everyone who is watching back as well on uh, podcasts. Um, in terms of participants, it's very high quality. Lots of drivers who, because you all remember at the moment, like F1 esports is like a little bit, you know, up in the air. And you know they're they're not sure what's going on. So some of the guys even from F one esports are taking part in everything's this. up in there. ESL's up in the air. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, not up in the air, but what's happening? Like mm. it's coming uh, around. And, you and... know, when when even when the season does start, like it's a couple of months away anyway. So yeah, drivers like Kev, for example, who'll be racing in ESL one. You know, he's got a bit of downtime right now and can take part. So yeah, it, and no virtual Le Mans around this time of year, which we've got accustomed to for the last couple of years. Yeah. So you know, like. Um, just a great time for everyone to take part. Yep. Uh, also, this man, uh, he hasn't got much to do at the moment, Max Verstappen. He will be taking part in an insane squad. I was talking about um, ESL R1 drivers and F1 esports drivers. Seb Job does everything. Uh, he's also doing, I think, uh, Porsche uh, Cup GB as well. Uh, he will be racing with Max along with uh, the former PESC champion, whose name escapes me at this present, uh, Pinto, uh, Diego Pinto, yeah. yeah, Diego Pinto, uh, which is an insane squad. Obviously, it's a 24 hour race, things can go wrong. Max had really bad luck actually in the 24 hour races recently. Uh, Sebring was the worst one, I think that was last year where he got net coded to oblivion in one of the worst netcodes I've ever seen on the sim. Uh, so whilst you may not like the guy, I think it's good for um, i racing, it's good for sim racing for him to be, uh, near the front and he will be near the front of this event and expect to see the streaming numbers increase by about tenfold especially if, if redline are doing a twitch stream they're going to have about five times as many views as the uh official broadcast correct yeah because it's it's max right he's obviously he's big in racing to, compared to sim racing it doesn't matter if you add every content creator and every driver together you know i don't know if you remember the vco track votes when he was competing in the pro sim thing i was actually Competing in that as well sure, yeah. against against Max Verstappen. Yeah. Um, when Apex wanted a track, we would all go to Twitter sure. and vote, and every team was voting the track they wanted. But then Max, Max could just say <laughs> a, tweet. a word, yeah, and now it's done. Doesn't matter. All that hard work doesn't matter. It's you know a thousand here, two thousand here, eighteen hundred here, twenty six million on the one Max wants. Twenty six million against three thousand is difficult. Uh, but yeah, it's great to see him participating. Um, um, Aaron Smith saying that you don't see Logan Sargent doing these races. Some shade towards Logan Sargent, <laughs> who uh, I sort of agree. Uh, I don't think Sargent's very good, but uh, if we, uh, we we could go, I, I honestly I could go on so far about Daytona, but I think I could also go on about dumb opinions of people online about Formula One. Formula One fans are the dumbest people, I think, in in the world. Um, good luck with your. Safe travels and everything. Well, yeah, uh, the honest uh, because I, I don't go on Reddit anymore because it's an awful place um, of just dreadful takes. And the F one subreddit I think is the worst subreddit on on uh, on Reddit because it's just people having no idea what they're talking about, uh, making really big judgments on drivers and teams and stuff, which is well above their head, and it does drive you mad. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, F1's so big and so famous. It has this air of celebrity, and people follow it for a driver, for a team, and they don't necessarily understand racing. Yeah. I think that's my hot take. There's a majority of them that just don't know racing. They know F1 and the glam and the... If their driver gets taken out, it's a bad move. You know, if their driver gets a penalty, it's a bad penalty. It's a bad decision. And I think that's the uh, overall feel. Yes. Um, in terms of lineups for Apex Racing Team, I know we're sort of jumping ahead a bit because we usually talk about Apex Racing Team later on, but we may as well cover it. We have got an insane number of drivers. Uh, we have got... I could bring up some photos if you want. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good. Well, we'll show you the um the this the drivers first here. I'm trying to show it, but you, you, hopefully you can see this on the stream of lots and lots of drivers. Uh, an insane LMD LM, uh, GTP squad: Kevin Ellis Jr., Peter Bayman, Johan Hearth. The uh, well, three of the four drivers that we had in ESL R1 uh, last season, at least in uh, season one. Uh, Jamie was the other one. He's not racing. He's doing WRC streaming still um, because he is a, a professional streamer now. Michele Costantini, <laughs> um, who is at the Sim Center, is racing with Maxime Briant and Stan uh, Delon and Gordy Much. Um, they are uh, Stan and Gordy are also at the Sim Center. Marcus is at the Sim Center. Martial unfortunately isn't. Alex isn't. Daniel Civi Sabo is. Uh, and we've got. Academy teams, we've got a good LMP2 squad as well. Hopefully they might get into the top, maybe top split, but maybe second split. I'm not quite sure. Um, and we've got some GTD teams as well. 32 drivers we have got. Um, That's insane, it's isn't it? It's the highest apex participation in an event ever, I think. Uh, nine teams, and hopefully a few of them do well in top split. I think maybe far, four, four or five of them will be top split. So you expect to see them on the stream. Now, I've got some photos to share. Now, I literally went on a bathroom break between the broadcast and this, grabbed myself a bam, and I spotted all the guys. So I ran back up, grabbed my phone, and took these. So this is the commun- This is the Reception- res- customer. Uh, customer area, yeah. Customer area. We can see Stanley, Gordy, uh, Michele, is that Danny Zabo, Marcus Soham. Maybe uh, zoom in a bit. Patrick Thomas. Oh, yeah, there's Luke. Is that? No, that's not Luke. No, Luke's in the Luke's other in the room, room, yeah. Uh, I've got some other pictures. There you go, a close, more close-up of Stanley, Gordy, Michele, and Danny. And then we see the... Uh, is this Luke? And that's Luca. That's Kev. That's Peter Berryman. No, Luke's there, sorry. This is Luke. So this is Yanni, Michael Yanni. And this is a good picture. This is my favourite picture because <laughs> I didn't realise till I got back I'd been spotted. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. What are you doing? This isn't a holiday resort. Love that picture. <laughs> Love that picture. Yes. So that's going on right now. They're down there right now. We shouldn't have glass, actually, that section. They like to be contained and Correct. not put off we should put up opaque walls um around that yeah, i didn't i didn't see kevin spot me it was only when i got back up and i was looking through the photos and i was like oh good and i looked at it and i was like whoa he's staring me through I, my I don't soul think kev was actually annoyed just to be just to clarify i don't think no 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 no, no 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 but um yeah he um was probably a little bit 
confused. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch the stream tomorrow. Apex Racing team on Twitch. We're going to be covering the first four hours of the race. We're going to be covering the last four hours of the race. We're not going to be here. It's going to be Jamie Fluke is going to be sat here. And he's going to be chatting with the drivers. But that's going to be on like a small box. And then we're going to have some webcams. We're going to have some behind the scenes footage. We're going to have onboards as well of the drivers actually in the race. It should be a really good. So, you know, go over to Twitch tomorrow and uh, interact on the chat. And uh, yeah, it will be a very fun event. Um, I think the only other thing about Daytona is that the curves are now out of date. Yeah, so we need a new scan tonight before the race. Yes, please. Although, once you see them, you might... Uh, that's my screen. Oh, you see. There you go. Uh, look at these bad boys. Um, absolutely <laughs> humongous. And also a swamp as well, just behind the curves. That is something else. That's a classic thing where something goes wrong at the 24, and then someone goes, hmm, we shouldn't put them there. See, this time last year, Iris added a last-minute curb change. Yeah, that, I mean, at least we don't need to worry about slowdowns and off-tracks. You'll know if you've, I mean, that looks messy. Especially that, look, on the, can I control your mouse? That bit there that poked, like. I, they can't see that, but. Oh, um, where it crosses over. like. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Yeah, because we want to go straight as possible. Um, yeah, it looks insane. Yeah, if a prototype hits that wrong, you're, you're going in the catch fence. For sure. Um, actually, one more thing I wanted to show. On the subject of all the boys being down there and the photos I just took, this might have something to do with it. Now, I don't quote me. I'm not saying this is a record because I know we had a 9.1K in week 13, but official-wise, this is up there. It could be a record. I'm not sure. 8.8K soft in IMSA. We've got Max Verstappen out there. We've got Gustavo, Alexi Nozov, Sven Haas, and Cody. I mean... 8.8k. 8.8k average. On Max's Smurf. <laughs> yeah, on so, Max's. And Sven Smurf. Yeah. Sven Smurf is 10k, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what's his main? 10.4 or something. Yeah. Very, very good drivers. Um, yeah, so, yeah, pretty, pretty mega, that one. Obviously, you always feel bad for drivers who are not. Ogden says GT threes will be over nine k. Think about it. I mean, they're split into teams, so there's twenty. Say, twenty teams. I don't think it could be nine k. Twenty teams of four drivers is too many for it to be nine k. And like a lot of drivers, so a lot of our drivers. So Kev is only like eight point nine k because he doesn't need any more than that. He's always going to be in the top car, so he's always going to be around with guys who are nine k plus. He doesn't need to add to his eye rating. So a lot of these guys who could be 10K plus, I mean, Sanchez isn't 10K, I think, either. Um, and so Jamie's only like 9.4. So yeah, I once can't... you get to nine, you don't need to gain any more than that, basically. So yeah, uh, but so if if they were pushing it, absolutely bogged down, it would be 9K. But uh, yes. Um, yeah, it's lovely and heated, right? We've got the heater on. Mm. Usually it's, I mean, Dan says it's freezing because it's a full air conditioning. We, we've turned on the heat, well, I've turned on the heating because I was cold yeah. after our um, thing earlier on. Uh, Aaron saying in chat, the Sim Center is so cold. Aaron, you, you're mainly here during the summer, man. It wasn't that cold, I think. 
Um, but you're right in terms of the aircon downstairs. Yeah, with the drivers turn it down absolutely massively. So uh, yeah, evening to Mark Custers as well in chats. I'm doing 24 of him tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. He's qualifying. I just read in the chat. Oh really? He's qualifying. Well, he's claimed it. He's claimed it. Wow. I didn't put my name into the sure. claim hat. Yeah, yeah. Skill issues. Yeah, I mean, what do we? Yeah. Well, what? well, if it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I mean, yeah, I can see that. But like, <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is that, like, obviously, if you're going to go based off skill, yeah. Zach should be doing it. But he'll be asleep, Ooh. I guess. No, Zach. Uh, Mark won the hat out of Mark, Mark, Mark and Zach were the two drivers I picked for Q, and I, let, I just said pick between yourselves. Okay. I mean, I I, I think you could have done qualifying, but yes, um, thank you. you. I could have. I did well in my second last race. Yes, I did well. I finished 10th in the top tippity top split. 5.9 case off. Yeah, yeah. I was happy. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall we move on from Daytona? Hello, Alan. Yes, yes. Can, um, we, can we just show the curves one more time? Just one more time. Guys, this is next year's 24 curves. Oh, sorry. I'm doing that. This. Just so we know, this is... No, they're going to be taken out after the 24. They're going to red flag the race 12 hours in realise oh this was a bad idea I just cannot believe that's what we're going to get the fact they don't even smoothly transition between two like we have that one poking out that's the line we want to hit in between them it's insanity oi 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 right there you go last time we showed the curbs other news in sim racing Le Mans Ultimate <laughs> has got a new trailer Giga trailer it's a nice trailer it's a Giga trailer it is Titled Le Mans. All hail the king. All hail the king. Uh, Portimao is there. We're this... still missing many tracks. I still don't think Imla's going to be in the release, but Portimao is, at least. Looks like they're committing to the Imla tracks. Well, we'll get to part two of the news first, but... Ready to see what car chat. This is a car we all want to drive, for sure. There ain't no fan of multi-class racing who doesn't want to drive this car. It is the king, right? Yeah. Um, and it should be the full roster. We, we are still, again, lacking a few images of some of the cars. But, um, yeah, with the uh, Toyota added, should be pretty nice. And Portimao will be lovely as well. Uh, yeah, 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 I agree. It's loved by almost all uh, No, they've got the Ferrari. Ferrari trailer's been out a couple of yeah, weeks. Yes, yeah. Ferrari, Ferrari and Toyota, are they the only LMDHs which have been No, trailers? Um, Ferrari. But I have seen it confirmed that it's definitely the Ferrari, the, Port, the Porsche, the Peugeot, the, um, the lot of them. Sure, yeah. I haven't seen the pictures of the Lambo or, uh, but I remember seeing a lineup, and I do remember seeing the uh, the Peugeot and stuff. Vanwell, the Vanwell is definitely one of the ones which yes. hasn't be hasn't had a trailer, but again, it should be it should be in there. It's also, in there, Vanwell yeah. was one of the early ones I think to be added to R Factor Two. Got added to R Factor Two like a year and a half ago, and obviously, it is just the same cars being transferred over into a new game. So. Oh, it should be there, but obviously they're not going to sell that much the stuff f- the by Ferrari. showing the click and house. 
The Ferrari, yeah, the Ferrari trailers did look good, actually. The Ferrari trailers looked mm. really good. Sounded awesome. Nice rain effects as well. So, can we go to part two of the Le Mans Ultimate News? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Motorsport Games, which, I mean, we've only talked about them once every episode on the podcast. Yeah, only I, once, per on average, per episode, yeah. Yeah, so not a lot. So, Mike Straw is reporting from Insider Gaming that motorsport games are exploring bankruptcy options. Um, this was the initial tweet, that he's been in contact with someone, that they are exploring how to not pay their debts, which is usually a bad sign. Part two of this story, which we were lucky enough to read just before we hit the air, is that this may not result in a shutdown, but rather elimination of certain uh, assets and debts that have been you know, segmented into a... A different part of your company, like most of what games own, it business doesn't work. Although one company can own shares and portions of other companies, and you can legally move around debt quite easily, you know. Um, and so they may be looking to close several of their studios or assets they own or release IPs on things or who knows what. But obviously, he was quick enough to mention that when you have these bankruptcy meetings, it's all offers are on the table. You know, there will be an offer to, you know, for a certain amount to shut the whole damn thing and remove all debt. So let's see. But this is bad news. It comes on the heels of all these announcements and us hoping that they were releasing all the assets to make this one game um, shine. But again, who was I talking to today? Um, George. That where, where is the virtual launch happened this time last year? Yeah. It's already happened. And right now, Max Verstappen's driving in iRacing. Right now, he's competing in IMSA right now as we speak, as we're speaking. And so, I don't know why I keep giving them hope. I don't know why I keep thinking they can do this, because Max is driving in a different sim right now. This time last year, he was representing the R-Factor thing, the Virtual Le Mans thing, the biggest event ever to date in sim racing. Where are they now? Nowhere. So... Yeah, I, th- I think though there's not much rush though with hosting another one of them. They probably won't get away from our facts and say, "Well, this is a brand new game, so it's going to go well this time," yeah. uh, even though it might not go well. But I think, yeah, maybe at the end of the year or something, it'd be cool if they had like a road to, um, road to twenty four hours events, yeah. which would be cool. Obviously, they already had the wet season in. R Factor 2, which was quite nicely done. They had a really good broadcast and they did like race highlights and stuff and took it quite seriously. Had really good commentators as well from the real world. Uh, so hopefully they do something like that. But it'd be cool if it was like something that you actually qualified for the 24 that's what that any amateur team could have a dream of getting to, into it. That's what upset Max the most, right? People think it was all just virtual Mon. No. no he had worked really hard. Apparently four months of hard work, whole championship, and they turn up to virtual Mon and just... Robbed by system errors, they were Ma- going to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. And Max just can't. He's a he's a winner. He can't take it that this is how he lost it. Just all this crap. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I think the word he used was clown show. Clown show. Yeah. So still the twentieth of February. They have not delayed it. Still in that trailer that they released yesterday. They're still saying twentieth of February. So the closer we get to it. Hopefully, it will be released on the 20th of February. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, THR, I agree. I'm just saying, like, yeah, they've got a lot of work to do. 
Max is already down there using another sim. Not down there. He's not downstairs with the ART boys. I think they'd love that. Announcement. (laughs) (laughs) Signing Max Verstappen. All we had to do is let every driver go and sell the building, sell the sim center, everything. Me and Sam are done. Yep. But they've got Max. I mean, he is more valuable than (laughs) certainly us two. If I a country twenty, all the drivers put together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. He's a big guy. I still think Alpha Tai one day will be called uh, Team Redline. I reckon they'll go all in on it. Oh, that's a hot take. I like. No, let's name it Visa Cash App. Yeah. Um, we'll call it Visa Cash Raging App. Raging Balls. Something like that. What, what is Raging Balls? Call it Redline. I mean, that would be cool, right? And so, it, yeah. We wasn't going to talk F1. It's not even on the list, but I'm sure everyone in chat knows by now that Alpha Tari is called. Visa Cash App Raging Balls. What are we going to call them? Visa? I don't mind the name Visa. Sellouts. Or are we going to call them Raging Balls? Sellouts. I'm going to call you, call it, you, you, well, you don't like teams having title sponsors? Patronus. What, what are Mercedes called? Right, maybe called if it's a, a tyre or a, a fuel company or at least something like yeah, an app. I, as long as it's not crypto, I'm all right with that. Oh, is it like, Racing Balls? Hold on. Yeah, I think... Oh, you're right. Apologies. The Raging Bulls was the what? Uh, racing Bulls. Oh, that's even worse. Why not just say Bulls? It's quite funny and quirky. Bulls. Visa yeah. Cash App Bulls. <laughs> See, that worked. Visa Cash App. Connor. Bulls. Bulls. Or colon. <clears throat> um, yeah. It's a pointless team. They don't bring the drivers through anymore. Uh, they got Sonoda from the Honda yeah, era. Yeah, and now they're just copying Red Bull as well because they got rid of uh, Franz Tost, yep. legend of Formula Franz 1. Franz Tost wanted to build things, wanted to have a team, yeah. wanted to have a principal. And now they're like, like nah, nah, just use the stuff we use. better if you just were beating. Yeah. They'll be really strong at the start of next season. They always are, to be fair. They always turn up Sonoda's P2 in uh, well, practice too. This technique never worked for Haas because Haas used everything Ferrari can give them and... Yeah, they put it together and we're like, oh, it's still slow. And they're good for the first five rounds and then nowhere for the rest. Yeah, it hurts as a Hulkenberg fan. Andretti, I thought Andretti got. I haven't been keeping. To be honest, I my F one care right now is at a zero, um, just after the last couple of seasons. But I heard the Andretti bid was coming to. I didn't know it was. Yeah, I thought it was going to be an independent, a new team. Yeah. Um, I personally, again, this is going back to me disliking F1 fandom. F1 is a very dull sport where pretty much nothing happens. And yet we've got a hundred different news organizations covering every single element of it. There's nothing really to talk about with F1, the vast majority of the time, um, in my opinion, at least. And so the stuff that does get talked about is very dull. It's always very speculative and it's not based on any truths. So, um, oh yeah, it's the FIA approval, not the F1 approval. mm. Yeah, good point. But I think they will take it to the grid, though. We'll see. The, if everyone continues to be healthy for the next two years, then they could sustain an 11th team. Because who's the manufacturer partner? Is it GM? And I GM, think so, yeah. And F1 can't stand against that. They cannot. What Alan said is reminding me of everything. Now. I remember everything. Now. They cannot. They have their few principles about, okay, they need to pay. But the teams can just veto it, can't they? Yeah, but they, they have their, it was founded on principles that they shouldn't take away from the sport. You cannot argue that an American, one of the largest manuf- uh, car manufacturers on the planet, isn't going to bring added value. Andretti's a racing brand. 
America is all their vision right now. Everything focused on is America. I mean, this ticks every box. They have the money. They're going to pay their way. They're not going to need just pay drivers. I, I, I mean, these arguments have been made for the last two years, and I, I agree with you. But yeah, I, I, I think it will happen. But the teams are going to do everything they can to stop it from happening. Because uh, I think most of them are still hemorrhaging money, at least according to uh, to the back market teams. Um, let's move on to the last garage or the last garage. Still haven't decided how Garage. Let's go garage, actually. Garage, cool. The last garage. Um, of course, that was uh, over at the... Um, apologies. What, what event was it? It was over... The Sim Europe... Sim Formula Europe, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Sim Formula Europe event in the Netherlands. Uh, this is an article from overtake.gg. And uh, they had a chat with Marcel Offermans uh, about the new sim racing platform. And uh, it was interesting for Marcel, actually, because, uh, of course, people who didn't um, tune in last week, this is basically like a sim racing engine which has been made but it's not like a sim racing game necessarily. So you can um, basically buy this uh, game potentially and, uh, or, or yeah, a developer could, could buy the engine and then create their own sim racing game based on this. However, uh, Marcel did express some interest in potentially uh, developing a complete game himself, uh, or he might sell it at the same time to someone else. He's seemingly up for some... Uh, some rivalry. So it's just positive that very likely like this will be used within the next couple of years because it seems like a very good uh, physics engine. Yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, let's see who picks it up. Um, obviously, if it's announced much games have bought it, I, <laughs> I'm done. But no, yeah, fingers crossed this can become something. Um, but I don't know. We're so many million miles away from... Because it could be bought by a, a farm game, couldn't it? It really... It, it's very open-ended yeah. right now. Like... It doesn't have to be racing, right? It can be driving. Yes. Yep. Um, it, the 1,000 hertz physics were clarified. So the physics, I don't really know how this works, but from what I can gather, the physics are calculated every thousandth of a second, basically. Yeah. Whereas um, iRacing is the lowest at 60. Yeah. By a long way. I think the next lowest is 360. And at least according to Offerman's, this adds a lot of detail, you know, where you can feel stones in the grounds because it's so precise so uh was genuinely um well received obviously you can't you know read into too much of the reviews uh but it seems like marcel is taking quite a patient step with this and may well go ahead with it in the future there was uh the big in action that they were using uh, some stuff about online multiplayer, there's not really much to read on that. It's like, we will have multiplayer eventually. But of course they would say that. And uh, talking about uh, a year ahead, uh, just, you know, working on some of the criticisms, some of the noises, basically. And um, yeah, we'll see if it gets picked up by anyone. But fairly exciting news. Uh, don't expect to see any news about it for the next few months, honestly. But um, eventually we'll see um, some updates on that. Yes, sir, D. Uh Kate. Up next, GT Manager 24. Now, I saw this in the notes, and yeah, it was something I saw. Looks really good. So this is um, a management game for the, was it GT4s, GT3s, GT2s, GTEs, hypercars, mixed in with IRL drivers. It looks fun. This is a game reported by Overtake.gg. They've already got a mobile game, 
which is very similar to what the PC game is going to be. But imagine F1 manager, but for sports cars, basically, is the idea, I think, which I think works better than Formula One. Again, Formula One, you don't necessarily do a whole lot. Whereas with sports cars, I think it's a more interesting take when you're taking part in different categories. Yeah. We've got to choose driver lineups for races. I think there's more depth potential from this. Yeah, and endurances and, yeah. No, I, like, I really like the idea of this. I didn't actually see this coming. Um, all the the cars look great. Managers are people that can't drive. Yeah. That's from Alan in chats. I suppose I should clarify, as it does sound like I'm just saying it out randomly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like spontaneously. <laughs> you know what? Managers. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, THR and chat sounds you... good, but F1 managers struggle to make money and have a bigger fab. I agree, but this isn't uh, this isn't what I call a big production that's requiring lots of money for it to be a success. This, you know, we'll see how it's monetized and everything. Did you buy F1 manager? Oh no, no, I did. I think I had some Steam credits. Sure, I played it for like ten minutes. I was just nah. I bought it and immediately upon buying it, I was like, ah, I don't really fancy playing this, which is quite bad for me. Uh, I don't know what it is which needs to get me involved in something like this, honestly. I Football manager doesn't really interest me that much either. Yeah, I don't know. No, it, there is a racing management game I had on my phone. It may even be from these... It could well be this, yeah. Yeah, um, I fell in love with it. GT Manager Mobile? May, it may be, yeah. I really, it was like a year and a half, two years ago, and I absolutely oh. just fell for it. I got really into it. Um, but let's see if it's all the nonsense like what's all the Fortnite rubbish with the loot boxes and well that's how the piece, that, that's how the mobile game is funded it's free to play but you have to buy in game yeah. stuff so I get it made a lot of games and a lot of companies a lot of money but the business model is it just feels it leaves an awful taste in your mouth Nick Horn is saying in chat that uh, I've been offered a team principal role Wow. Over, for Nick Horn. So, yeah, shall I do it? Yep. yep sure. Well, uh, be nice, guys. <laughs> New job. Don't leave me to talk about the next subject. Manager of uh, Nick Horn in our bid to get him off the bottom of a Porsche Cup. That was our goal from the start of the season because he's the lowest I rated driver. So, anywhere other than last, we, we by our logic, is Nick punching above his weight. Is this Porsche Cup? This is Porsche Cup, yeah. And Nick's doing all right. He finished like 11th in the B final on uh, on Tuesday. So, Yeah, it's a tough call. Um, yes. Um, oh, yeah, you don't want to cover this by yourself. This is weird. This Do is you want weird. to say it? I will say it. For those, especially for those, I think, in, I don't know if it's big in America, Turtle Beach, yes, the headphone company, have just released a direct drive. Yeah. And everyone's reaction has been, huh? Turtle Beach, the cheap-ass headphone head, headset company, have released a wheelbase. Again, this is from overtake.gg. Uh, yeah, just odd. It is quite a basic... Um, there's not really much details about it. I don't want to put too much pressure on the whole weight uh, or, or the strength thing just because it's got more newton meters doesn't mean that it's a better mm-hmm. um, wheel or anything. Uh, but they haven't specified what newton meters it is, which isn't necessarily a fantastic sign. Um, it seems to be decent um, 
value for money because the Logitech one, which was released, was a thousand quid, if I recall correctly. This one is being sold for seven hundred euros, six hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, however, at least overtake are comparing it to probably the Moser Racing R3, uh, which is uh, worth four hundred pounds. But it might have better specs than that. So, to be to give credit to Turtle Beach, it's actually a decent value for money. Um, wheel depending on what the actual specs turn out to be but it is still odd that they'd enter the market let me just switch to my screen i want to show you a picture i found of it that is an interesting idea and concept is that they've tried to make it look like a a real car like an actual car cutout dash behind rather than just a an lcd screen like a heads up this actually tries to make it look like the portion of the car has been taken out i'll show you from the front view um here there you go. So you've got this uh, little button box on the side. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not... I did not see this coming. No way. Hopefully this shows it off. Yeah, so you can see it's like a, it even has a little hood um, over the top of the uh, box. But it does look like a G29 on mm. on abs- absolute heat. 629 works on Xbox um, and PC. Turtle Beach. <clears throat> Does it really not say the newometers? I haven't picked up on that, but yeah, you're right. Specs. That's interesting. Why would they not? Is it not a direct drive? It is, yeah. Well, they say it is. <laughs> yeah, very weird. It is odd. <clears throat> uh, Nick Horn saying in chat it does show how sim racing is hitting the mainstream when these types of companies are putting their hats in the ring sure is and it, it certainly made sense when Logitech like released stuff and I know obviously they're doing already doing wheels so it's not that much of a step but like it is a bit of a step because people are going to stay within the ecosystem they're going to be oh G29 that's good value for money so the direct drive is going to be good value for money some people may be fooled into thinking that but with Turtle Beach it just seems like such a leap I, I don't know why you'd have a Turtle Beach headset and think, oh, I won't get into sim racing. Let's get a direct drive wheel or Turtle Beach. I'm not sure if it's going to work. Um, so, yes, not yeah. sure about that one. Uh, Patrick was saying if he could uh, come up and join us. Um, I think I think he, he if Patrick wants to come up and, you know, say two words. Yeah, stand behind us and fine. give a wave. Uh, yeah, uh, we will tell you to go away straight away because, you know, this is a serious podcast. But... Uh, Patrick is is welcome to join if he uh, if he wants for a brief moment. Have now they're chat. all going to want to join. Well, that's the worrying thing, and I was concerned. So, Patrick, <laughs> if you are, just go discreetly upstairs. Fifteen Don't of them. Don't invite anyone else. Fifteen of them come round the corner. Um, we're nearly through the news. Actually, we've got a fair few kind of smaller news stories today. No huge news, but um, I like this of, next one. I like this next one. I'll let you start this one out. Uh, this is Track Racer. I think we may have covered on like the old late Apex, like ages ago um about i've done it again about track racer expanding their roster and having a wider range of products so going into the wheel bases and uh and and pedals and um yeah they've released a bit of news on this one so they are releasing their own um Everything, pretty much. Everything. But their wheelbase is the newest thing that they have um, have confirmed. So I have a list here. I might as well read it out while Sam's scrolling. Pedals, monitors, handbrake, shifter, QR, 
mouse, keyboard, headset, gloves, and all the software in between. I.e., and they obviously make rigs and chairs and all that nonsense they always have, but a full sim rig, not full as in full, full as in everything on it. Your headset you're wearing, the monitors, your little, all three monitors, your top monitor, your wheelbase, your pedals, your QR, your handbrake, your shifter. Uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and uh, obviously they're, they're I mean, Trekfield's got a fantastic reputation when it comes to their rigs, and so yeah, people are going to purchase this stuff as well. They have been a little bit slow to release some of this stuff, um, because like I said, like they announced all this stuff a while back, but uh, this was another thing actually at the uh, Maastricht uh, Sim Formula Europe event. And um, yeah, they're going to release two direct drive wheels between 16 and 14 Newton meters. So uh, yeah. Watch this space when it comes to uh, Track Racer. Yeah, it's a good quality, I reckon. It's an interesting uh, adaption, like to go this aggressive and have this diversity. Because obviously, things like the keyboard, mouse, and headset and gloves is very accessory based. But they're, you know, they're trying to corner an industry in this sense that if you're happy with the rig, you might. I don't know it. It they've invested as well in the software side. The software looks genuine. You can customize everything from one app your headset your wheelbase your shifter the like, it looked impressive like they've they're not half arsed in this they showed off the equipment people were able to drive it and ask questions there's a few questions around their pricing then everything's not released i think i last read that the handbrake is about ready to be released uh, and they even mentioned they're doing two versions one for you i.e you like the sound or one for the people around you and there's sure. a little it's it's very quiet. Okay, now, yeah. Even that was a nice touch. Mm. But let's see. They have to come th- this long way from there to here to the when they're competitively priced and able to support mass uh, sales. So let's see. Yes. Uh, so yeah, watch this space when it comes to track race. I'm sure we'll be covering that in the next few weeks uh, with uh, more stuff being confirmed. Uh, last bit of news that we have: Forza Motorsports have released uh, Daytona. See, I believe for free as well. Oh, is it? I will want your fad. Yeah, there you go. This is a very compelling start to a video. Hey, everyone. Oh, I mean, graphics like PS2, though. I like the roller coaster. Yeah, but that looks like PlayStation 2, right? The Are they the old curbs? Well. No, that can't to be the graphics, the event, we'll also have a special Daytona sports car series. But, like, the pit area looks all right. It's just hours, other bits which just look blurry. Like, the curves just look awful, Forza don't they? B2 That's like something from Forza F1 2002. Yeah, agreed. Pro AI, though. Having got the updated curves. Yeah, I think the video covers everything, but I just wanted to get a glimpse of the track feel. Hey, what's this stuff as well? Evo, They've released other stuff. I've not seen this. Abarth, I don't know what track. I think this is a fictional. No, this is a Suzuka, right? That was Suzuka, I believe. Uh, oh, this is fun. We're guessing all the tracks. Wait, America? Maybe? Podcast listeners in, in ruins. Nurburgring. This is Nurburgring. You know that one. Anyway. Yeah, see, their, their cutscenes look good, but the actual... I don't know. The tracks look very flat, very cartoony, mm. narrow. Everything they showed was in goddamn far chase. Uh, obviously, motion blur, blur as well is always a very constant when it comes to the, these games. And Bloom as well. Project Cars as well had 
a huge bloom as well. The first one, at least I remember playing with that one. Uh, it is often a way just to make your game seemingly look, be- look better, but not necessarily more realistic, I think. Um, Aaron saying in chat that they messed up with Forza Motorsport. I'm not really up to date with why people hate it, honestly. Yeah, we were chatting about this. Uh, <laughs> because most of the videos on YouTube are from like Forza people who just ramble on for half an hour about it, whereas I need concise five-minute videos. That's why we talk on this podcast for an hour and a half, obviously. And... Uh, that's you know, I, I'm not sure why people hate it, but it's really struggling. It's Forza Motorsport, so I think one of the biggest reasons they're struggling is one of the biz- biggest reasons I'm excited. Arcade E is out. It was the industry. I mean, there is still Forza. What's the other Horizon? Horizon, hugely successful. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the arcade genre is dead, but arcades cannot go to a track and expect you to race for half an hour and take it seriously yeah, and, not, and not ram into people. Yeah, so that bridge has to be made. If Forza Fours are going to... Yeah, Forza Horizon is hugely successful. iRacing, Rensport, AC, ACC, R-Factor 2 combined times 100 doesn't t- touch Horizon. So that's doing well. If Forza want to take Forza Motorsport seriously, they've got to take them seriously. First of all, for Far Chase is out. It's gone. Yeah. Delete. Uh, you can't go far, Chase. Are you led to controllers? Of course you are. Mm. But take it serious. Get rid of this where the cars move. I mean, they were showing it like just like the real Daytona 24. As the AI blows the bus stop, he starts turning like he's yeah. on a controller, but it's, he's using this part of his hand to turn the joystick. Um, they've got to start taking it seriously if they want to be taken serious. Sure. They're adding Daytona for free. We know why. No one's playing it. They're trying to. They're trying to get people interested. It's not working. They've got to just take themselves seriously. And I would love to... I mean, I say this every podcast, but Gran Turismo and Forza, they have the money, resources, time, licenses, wheel partners, eSport partners, and they could hook up with ESL in a heartbeat. If they want to release a multi-console like PlayStation, Xbox, PC, competitive online eSport, doesn't have to be full weeks, but not, I'm not talking like all Ren Sport, but I'm saying the ladder, like the ladder's sure. there. Anyone can race, but there's that opportunity to step it up. I think they could, I say it every time, but there would, iRacing wouldn't stand a hell chance if they take it seriously and they put the money behind it sure. and the yep. drivers behind it. But we'll see. No one seems to want money right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the... Uh, Evening, the Kenny. Nice to see you in chat. Um... I think that's some racing news done. So we're going to talk about the Apex brands now. Um, I will first mention Apex Racing Academy. David was criticising my promotion of the Daytona 20. I was impressed. Events. <laughs> my ambitions of getting more people, getting our free setups. If you're in crisis, you realise, <laughs> hang on, the Daytona 24 is on tomorrow. We haven't got a set. <laughs> Go to the link there. And you get free setups and you get free driver tuition from Salva Talents, who won the event last year in Top Split. So you do go there. Uh, just need to put your email in. And that's how you get sent the uh, details. And also you can get like 12 months of Apex Racing Academy for the price of six months. Just go there. So if you want to renew your, your subscription, that's a good place to go. Um, that is AOA. I will also shout out got apex racing league as well we've got our formula four championship starting in a couple of weeks uh you can sign up over apexracingleague.com 
Uh, it's usually uh, pretty fun in the Formula 4 cars, fantastic race cars, and uh, probably the most popular single seats are now really in uh, iRacing as well. So I do recommend go to apexracingleague.com. It's Saturday night's uh, elimination heat format. Um, so, yeah, do check that out. Um, and obviously, we already mentioned that there's nine ART teams, yes. Apex teams competing tomorrow. We've sort of covered Apex Racing team already. The only thing that we haven't mentioned, I think, is PEC GB, which we were talking about last week. It was a really good round one of it, PEC GB. It was. It's a really competitive field. Please tell me you got the Peter Behrman clip. Hey? Oh, oh, what? The, yeah. the webcam. Him going up to the camera. I could do an impression, but I'd have to run all the way over to there. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if I have seen that. Wait, you haven't seen it? I'll try and find it. Uh, I'm not logged into anything. Um, I think I think I have seen it on Discord, actually, but I didn't realise it was from that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, as he crossed the line. It actually made the race spot broadcast. Okay. At, yeah, he crossed the line and race spot caught him doing it. It's brilliant. Go on, carry on. I'll see if I can find well, it. Well, he managed to finish in sixth place in race one and first place in race two. So well done to Pete for getting a ton of points uh oh sorry i should probably share my screen because i've actually got the results up there they are um so yeah you can see pete managing to get p6 and p1 um and then uh we also had luke finishing p2 and p3 uh wasn't such a good round for leo in p20 and p18 once you're near the back in race one it's very tricky to recover um, so, uh, yes, it was a good race for Pete and Luke in particular and a good chance that they could be fighting for the title come the end of the season if they can keep up performances like this because they've got Pesk as well to race in later on in the season. Well, uh, Luke does, at least. I don't think Pete does. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they will be campaigning for that. Have uh, Have we found? We have not... And it was brilliant. But I can describe it. So basically, as he crossed the line, he jumps up towards his webcam and puts his face right close to it. Like he's driving. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen And he just one. launches yeah, yeah. up, goes right to the camera. And then it's when Race Spot cut over to him. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. He, he was very animated, I think. I've seen a lot of GIFs of Pete just going ads in the in the rig so um yes yeah some insane stuff well from, deserved from him. uh yeah Ooh. it's a competitive field like job is racing so i think job won race one so basically luke finished second to job so like what are you meant to do right it was a good race oh hiccup it was a great race to watch actually i enjoyed it it's such a competitive field I support all the former ARL drivers. We've got like Luke Pennington, I think, one in the AM category. Yeah. So fantastic work from him uh, to to do well in that. Uh, we've got other guys as well. I think Higgins might be involved in it. And um, yeah, a bunch of others. So yeah, really fun championship. And do recommend uh, checking it out if you, if you want some entertainment on Sunday evenings. don't think there's a round this week, obviously, because of Daytona. But I think it might be returning the week after. Excellent. Uh, well... I don't feel like there's that much left to turn on, honestly. Like, it's all Daytona, isn't it? It's all Daytona. Um, so, yeah. How are you feeling about tomorrow for Daytona? I'm as ready as I can be. I've done enough races. I've done enough prep. I feel comfortable in the car. Um, yeah, I feel confident in the team. Uh, like I set up, maybe the bop has hurt us a little bit in overall pace, but... 
it's a 24 hour race. I'm not taking it too much. Like if it had been more on the consistency on the Danish side, then maybe we'd raise alarm bells, but yeah, no, I'm not. Zach saying that, uh, 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 David's <laughs> booking it. No, no, no. I, he, 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 they all, we all raced and then no one raced a second apart from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I loved that race. And my second race on my own did really good. Yeah. Now my quality. Um, I did get beaten out of the pits by Frank Smith's geodesic driver, but yeah, yeah, it was a really close battle with me and him all the way into pits. And it was just that situation where I didn't have draft. Uh, the front nine were on a different level. I, I didn't plan on beating them. I'd only beat them if there was a crash. Um, so me and uh, Frank were in the big battle, but he was always behind me. He played it smart. He outfueled, saved me. He pitted the lap. I pitted, obviously. He jumped me in the pits, and um, then I followed him back to the end of the race. And yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm excited. Yeah, you should be. Um, How did the first race go? I no. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, best of luck for that one. And of course, best of luck for Apex Racing Team. Like I was saying earlier on, do check out the stream tomorrow on Twitch. Uh, we're going to be covering the first four hours of the race. We're going to be covering the last four hours of the race. Uh, it should be pretty much a, a better production value than you can ever hope for in terms of a sim racing stream because we're going to be using the studio. We're going to be using behind-the-scenes cameras. We're going to be using Driver Jamie Fleek. Yeah, and Jamie Fleek. I say Jamie Fleek's the main person. Well, no, the cameras. And then Jamie. Okay, yeah, maybe. He's a very, <laughs> I'm he's kidding, a very, Jamie's he's brilliant. A, he's a very charismatic man. He is, he's going to do great. Um, <laughs> he'll be really good. And uh, obviously the drivers will be coming up here and having a chat with him at various times. So uh, do tune in on that. Hello, Hobbs. Uh, Aaron Smith is saying in chat, uh, I have to mention this, I should have really turned off the stream by now, but Sam only not doing Daytona because he already won it. And that is true. I have already won it. I've already won Sebring. And I've won many championships. So thank you, fastest, sim- <laughs> fastest commentator on iRacing, uh, as we found out back in December. Awesome. So I will shut up. Uh, <laughs> don't you don't need to hear me about this? Might be the end of me complaining about Daytona for like another year. So um, yeah, and um, yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, thank you for tuning into the late Apex. We'll be back next week with more sim racing news. We'll be covering the Daytona results and whatever else happens in the world of sim racing. Uh, maybe a delay to Le Mans Ultimate. I don't know. It feels like it's coming, but we still hold out hope that the 20th of February it will be released. Do yep. so tune in to see if that is the case. Uh, but for now, from me, Sam, and from David, we'll say goodbye and best of luck for Daytona at the weekend. <laughs>